Welcome to the Binge Breakers Podcast. I'm Jacqueline. I am here to teach you how I overcame bulimia and my binge eating disorder, and how you can too. Through simple steps of mind management, repairing your relationship with yourself, understanding your habits, and intuitive eating. Hey guys, how's it going? So today's episode, I'm just going to jump right into it. It's about bulimia and shame. Bulimia and guilt. Just any eating disorder and guilt in general. I think it's important to go over what I'm talking about with shame, what I'm talking about with feelings of guilt. It's like you feel bad because you have an eating disorder. You feel like you're a burden on other people and you feel shameful for even struggling with it. And there's these uncomfortable feelings that come with this eating disorder. And it sucks. I've been there. Like, when you have an eating disorder, it feels like everyone else is normal and you're just binging on cookies and other crap in secret and you're like, no one else does this. Why am I doing this? And you have such a deep sense of shame, usually. Not everyone, but commonly in eating disorders, what I found and what I see a lot of my clients struggle with is they feel so ashamed of this part of their life. They feel like if I could just get this together, then everything else would be better and I wouldn't feel so bad. And like, why can't I get my shit together, basically? And you feel guilty, you feel wasteful, all these things. So first, when we're dealing with feelings of shame, when we're dealing with feelings of guilt, it's important to figure out why you're feeling that way in the first place. Because it's not bulimia that's making you feel that way. And it's not anything else, any circumstance in your life. The reason you feel guilty isn't because of some proven fact in a book somewhere. The reason you feel guilty is because of your thoughts about it. So the reason you feel guilty about struggling with bulimia, or let's say, let's be more specific, the reason that you feel guilty after binging and purging, let's say you you just had a binge and purge session after work or whatever, and you told yourself that day you weren't going to do it, but you still did it, and you just ate a bunch of food, you feel like crap, and now you're feeling guilty and ashamed. It isn't because of the physical binging, it isn't because of the purging, it isn't because of anything else. It's because you think when you binge and purge, I failed myself again. I said I wasn't going to do this and I did it again. This is such a gluttonous habit. Like, other people have recovered, why can't I? Other people don't ever do this in their life, why can't I? Other people are able to just eat normal food, why can't I? Like, this is a disgusting habit. This is really selfish. I could have been doing other things during that time, but instead I'm binging and purging. I could be more productive in society. I could have just taken a nap. All these things circle around your head. So those thoughts, though, that I just listed, all those things, like you're disgusting, you're a failure, blah, 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 those aren't actually true. You just have been telling yourself that for a long time. But those thoughts are what's creating your feelings of shame and guilt. However, if after a binge and purge session, instead of thinking, I'm such a horrible person, I'm such a failure, I'm so disgusting, instead of thinking those things, which you don't have to think, you can think something else, you're just choosing to believe that, which has never been proven true, no one, there's no Google search that you can look up and say, is so-and-so actually disgusting? And it'd be factually proven true. Like, that's just a subjective opinion that you're thinking and choosing to believe. But instead, what you could think after a binge and purge is, I literally just ate large quantities of food 
in comparison to what other people may eat, and then I purge that food. That's literally all that happened. You didn't break any any uh, laws. You didn't commit any crimes. I tell my clients this all the time. I always tell them when they're feeling bad or uh, guilty about what they did or guilty about relapsing. I'm like, you didn't rob a bank. You didn't murder a puppy. Nothing morally wrong happened. Feelings of shame and guilt usually are associated with breaking a code, breaking morality, breaking some sort of principle of ethics. In your head, you have it built that bulimia and binging and purging is a moral problem, that it's ethically wrong. And really, there's nothing inherently wrong with binging and purging, which is so contradictory to say. But the reason why binging and purging isn't good is because it, you know, it, it can be very addictive, it can create a lot of health consequences, and it kind of consumes your life. That's why it's not helpful to binge and purge. It's why usually when people are bulimic, they want to recover. However, there, just because it's not good for you doesn't mean you should feel guilty about it. Doesn't mean you should feel shame about it. Because even if it's not good for you, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing morally wrong about it. There's nothing ethically wrong with bulimia. It's just not helpful to your life. But you think that if you feel guilty about it, if you let your, if you let you, yourself know how bad it is to binge and purge, if you tell yourself, I'm a bad person because of this, if you tell yourself, I should feel guilty, this is a disgusting habit, I need to stop this, you feel like you'll be more motivated to recover. You feel like, if I deem this is okay, that I'll never recover. I'll just stay in bulimia forever. I have to remind myself of how bad this is. I have to let myself know whenever this happens that this is awful. But that really creates the opposite result. Because you feel bad, because you feel so shitty after binging and purging, because you feel so shitty for just being bulimic, then you're more likely to binge again as a, as a way to escape the most, uh, the terrible feelings that you're feeling, the terrible thoughts that are going on in your head. Because oftentimes, when people binge and purge, a lot of my clients and what happened to me is that I would binge and purge when I just needed my mind to shut up. I would, I would binge and purge because I was exhausted, I was overwhelmed, I was tired, and I was alone with my thoughts once and for all, and I just wanted it to stop. And I wanted the nonsense in my head to shut down. I had all these other things going on in my life. I was like, I just need a, I just need a break. And binging and purging was the only way I knew how to completely silence all of that stuff in my head to numb myself out. What I didn't realize is that instead of trying to numb out those thoughts, I could have just changed my thinking. I could have just stopped thinking I was a terrible person because of bulimia. Like that doesn't make logical sense. Because you have bulimia, you're terrible. Because you're, you're bulimic, you should feel ashamed and guilty. Like, why? Ask yourself why you're thinking these things, really. What facts are you using to prove indefinitely that you're a horrible person because you have bulimia in your life? Or what facts are you, what uh, data suggests that you should feel guilty because you ate too much food? What data suggests that because you binge and purge occasionally or every day or every hour, I don't care, that means you're a horrible person? Like there's no definite proof that that is true. That's just an opinion. It's just subjective. So why are you choosing to believe it? What what beliefs have you been holding on to and dragging along your whole life that's making this true? Because it's not. It's absolutely not true. So why are we choosing to believe it? 
it just frustrates me because you can change your thinking. And I hear this a lot, especially with people that I first started working with. It's like, I can't do this. I can't think that way. It's just hard to not think those things. It's hard to not think those things because you've been practicing believing them for a long time. You've carried around this dirty luggage with you for a long time and you believe it's true. You don't want to let go of it. You're like, well, these thoughts are what I'm used to. Thinking something else is very hard. It's different. Your brain has been practicing, I'm a horrible person, I should feel guilty, I'm morally wrong for a while. So when you first think the thought of just just simply disagreeing with those thoughts, just simply when your brain goes, hey, we're disgusting because we did this, right? And you say, actually, no, we're not. I don't know what we are, but we're not disgusting. Your brain's going to freak out because your brain's like, well... (laughs) We've been thinking this forever. What do you mean it's not true? It's this disparity between what you think you know and then finally figuring out something else that's true. It's hard. Your brain doesn't like to change. Your brain doesn't like to um, grow. It's like you're stretching a new rubber band in your brain. You're uh, expanding your knowledge. You're learning. You're growing, but it's uncomfortable. So that's why people say it's hard to think new things and it's hard not to feel shame and guilt because it feels so familiar to them. It's like moving from one place to another. I recently moved to moved from uh, Boulder to Miami, and there were many reasons I wanted to move. Partly, like, maybe because, like, Boulder wasn't the best city for me, but also I am a very cold person, and I really didn't want to live through one more winter. I just don't want the snow. I don't like it. I don't like being cold. And there were more job opportunities for my partner here, and I was working from home anyway, so it's like, why not move to somewhere warmer, something, someplace we'd actually enjoy living? But even though it made so much sense for me to move to this place, I still felt uncomfortable doing so. I still felt scared. I was like, what if for some reason when we moved to Miami, I suddenly become homeless? Like, what if this dangerous things happen? What if I don't like it? Like, oh no, what if I don't like it? Like, my brain came up with all these excuses why we shouldn't change our current situation and why we should stay exactly the same despite not being super happy with the circumstances I had. Despite the fact that I have a, a little condition, like a health condition, that if I get too cold, I am at risk, I still didn't necessarily want to move to Miami because I was, it was just unfamiliar. That's what you're doing with your thoughts right now, with the, the, the shame and guilt complex. So the best thing that I have to combat um, thought errors, patterns in your brain that aren't correct, that aren't helping you, is to argue with them with facts and logic. So when your brain digs up all the dirt of, we should feel guilty, we should feel shameful, we should, we are um, a horrible person because of these habits, you then can say, first say, okay, brain, no. Like, that's not actually true. Why do you believe this? And when you can't come up with a good reason, then it's important to remind yourself, that's just an opinion. That's not actually true. There's no facts out there that say I'm horrible. There's no facts out there that say that people with bulimia should feel ashamed. And also, remind yourself that bulimia is not anything to do with you as a person. It's not some core characteristic of yourself, which even then, like, you can change characteristics of yourself. You can change who you are as a person, which is crazy, right? But you can. It's it's still, it's not no core piece of you. It's not 
something to do with who you are as a person. It's not something to do with your self-worth. It's not something to do with your goals or, you know, how you function. It's literally just an action you are performing. Everything we do is really just an action we're performing. Me recording this podcast. I'm not a podcaster. I'm just someone who records podcasts and put them puts them out into the world. Uh, I could easily stop recording podcasts and then I would no longer be a podcaster. Bulimia is just an action. It's just a habit. It's just a neural pathway in your brain that can be fixed and repaired. There's nothing else going on there. It's not morally wrong. It's not anything ethically uh, going on there. And a lot of people maybe feel extra guilt because they're like, oh, I stole from... I used to do this all the time. I used to, when I was, especially when I was first going through bulimia, I was still living with my roommate in college and I would steal her food. And I felt so guilty. I was like, why am I stealing this food? But even then, when you when you actually believe that you've committed something that was ethically wrong, like we, we probably all can agree that... It's morally not the best decision to steal from people, to steal something that isn't yours, to take, take advantage of people. I think about that situation and I try to look at myself with as much compassion as I possibly can, as much empathy as I possibly can. And I, I look back and say, okay, well, why did you steal the food? Did you steal it because you wanted to hurt your roommate? No, I didn't want to hurt my roommate. Did you steal it because it felt good to steal? No. I didn't steal because I liked stealing. Okay, well, why did you steal the food then? It's like, because I was in turmoil and I was feeling a bunch of uncomfortable emotions and I didn't know how to handle it. And I I tried to recover. I tried not to binge and purge, but this pathway was so strong and I didn't know how to handle it. And so I ended up eating my roommate's food. I ended up stealing that food. Now, it doesn't make stealing okay doesn't mean that, oh, well, you can just continue stealing forever. You can change that action. You can try not to do that in the future. However, I don't think that I'm a bad person because I had stolen my roommate's food at one point in my life. And nor should you. I know a lot of you guys have done that. That's a really common bulimia story, to, to steal food at one point from your roommate or whoever you're living with or your parents, whatever. I want to tell all of you guys this right now that are struggling and feel like you can't get out of it. You are doing the best you can with what you know. Like, if you knew how to recover from bulimia, you would have recovered from bulimia already. If you knew how to actually do this, you would have done it. You're not just forcing yourself to be in this situation. And you're not stealing food from people because you like it. You're not eating large quantities of food and um, purging it because... You think, it's, you think it's a better way of life. Like, you're trying the best you can. And the more and more information you learn, the more, like, maybe you reach out for help, maybe coaching from me, maybe you um, find someone else, whatever. You'll eventually stumble upon answers that work for you. I think I have pretty good answers, and that's why people coach with me. But you will eventually recover from this. Don't do this to yourself where you're like, well, I should have done better. I should be done with this. I shouldn't, I shouldn't be doing this. I should know better. It's like, that's not worth your time. That's not helpful. It's not doing anyone any good. You're not doing these things because you like it. You're not doing these things because you're a morally bad person or you're, you're just evil. There's none of that. You're doing the best you can with the knowledge that you currently have. It is okay. 
have some empathy and compassion for yourself and stop putting this shame and guilt blanket over you. It's not useful and you have a choice. You don't have to do that. Forgive yourself for your past mistakes. I forgive myself for stealing my roommate's food when I literally didn't know how to even control my own urges. When I I literally didn't um, know how to stop myself from eating cartons of ice cream and, and, uh, and cookies immediately after the grocery store. And I didn't know how to handle stress. I didn't know how to handle my emotions. I forgive myself for not understanding what to do in that situation. I forgive myself because it was so difficult and I didn't know. And if I would have known how to handle my emotions, if I would have known how to not do the things that I did, I would have done it. So there's no point in me saying I should have. I should feel guilty about that. There's, there's just, it's not useful. It's not helpful and it's not necessary. It's only holding you back. It's only making you feel worse. And right now, if you're trying to recover from bulimia, you don't need to feel worse. No one needs to feel bad to get things done. No one needs to feel ashamed to motivate themselves. What's much more motivating to people is when you um, are optimistic, is when you're positive, when you give them positive reinforcement. That's much better than shaming them into doing something. If you remember all the times in your life when you've accomplished something, um, was it more fun to accomplish a goal when you were encouraging yourself or was it more fun to accomplish a goal when you were telling yourself how horrible you were the whole time. It's a really simple shift. So I hope that this can relate to some of you guys. I know your brain is probably rejecting the idea right now that we can just stop feelings of shame and guilt. But you can you can't stop feelings, but what you can do is you can change your thoughts about it that are creating the feelings. So you're feeling guilty, just as a review, you're feeling guilty and you're feeling ashamed because of your thinking. So why not change your thinking about the situation, the circumstances, the bulimia is a circumstance, so why don't you change your thinking around bulimia? And that will help you not only feel better right now, but it will also help you recover. Because when you're feeling guilty and ashamed, you're likely not to recover very quickly. So I hope this has been helpful to you guys. I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye. Hey, if you like this episode, you have to come check out the Binge Breakers Recovery course. If you're trying to recover from bulimia and you're sick of doing it alone and you feel like you've tried a lot of traditional therapies and it's not working with you, come join the course. Go to bingebreakers.com recovery course.